Okay, clustering. Uh, this is kind of an interesting technology. It, uh, you have uh, what they call centroids, and you randomly create these centroids. And uh, what the centroid is, is it's just placed uh, in a Cartesian coordinate system. And uh, it uh, looks at a vector distance between your points and your data. So uh, it's trying to find uh, the closest um, distance. And uh, so the closest distance then uh, becomes uh, the cluster or to the centroid. So the centroid then groups uh, um, uh, coordinate points to the closest distance. And um, so, for example, let's say you have um, a case where you have no, you know, the person's <clears throat> name, age, uh, income, number of credit cards that they have, and whether or not they have accepted uh, new credit card proposals or not. That's the classic example in the data science books that I've read. And uh, so, then, how would you know? if you had a new person come in, what their likelihood that they would be associated with a certain grouping of people. And based on that grouping of people, then you could know a probability that they may or may not, uh, a probability that they would accept that proposal. So in the case where I looked at that, it was interesting when I ran the K-mean uh, algorithm classifier and uh, it then correctly uh, grouped together uh, three or four. I did three or four groupings, and it was interesting to see um, how they grouped it together. Uh, and it seemed to fit pretty close to the way uh, you would think intuitively that uh, people would respond. For example, if you had the individual who made $100,000 and he had one credit card, there's probably a low probability that he wants a new credit card or to have two credit cards versus one. Uh, in that case, he probably... Uh, puts expenses on his credit card and then before the end of the month pays off his balance so he doesn't pay penalties and fees and uh, so there would be really low incentive for him to have a new credit card versus the individual who may make $40,000 a year and has three or four credit cards where he's using the credit card as a line of credit and uh, he has cash flow issues uh, probably uh, is close to default on some of the credit cards, looking for new, uh, new unsecured debt to uh, expand his credit. Um, a lot of times, startup companies use credit cards to fund their their ventures, and so they they fund it with unsecured debt. Um, and so you you have to ask yourself the question: Why do banks um, offer consumers credit card, knowing that? the risk is high of default and the answer is because they can um, balance the risk against the uh, interest rates and the interest rate uh, re reward and penalty scenario where the um, interest rates are high enough that it offsets the risk of potential default so given a large number of people statistically you could probably end up with a win pattern and that sustains them long-term in proposing and offering credit cards to the consumer. <clears throat> uh, 
The other aspect of that could be that there's some sort of regulation, which we're not aware of, um, that requires them to offer so many consumer credit cards for every business credit card that's offered, where they're giving premier uh, interest rates to business credit card owners because they have um, expense accounts and they're very reliable for their payment of their debt and uh, and they have larger amounts of debt. So uh, given the financing on the business credit cards, that would allow them to um, make enough money that it, it offsets the consumer credit cards, which could be at a loss. When I look at consumer credit cards, I know that that's one of the areas that is not preferred for most banks because of the risk um, and also the potential for default. But um, it, they would prefer business accounts, but there may be some laws that require equality and therefore they have to offer so many credit cards to consumers. If that was the case, there'd be some sort of Freakonomic there uh, and uh, they would try to um, uh, try to get some sort of level of security that way. So when I was looking at the data, it seemed like that the data did support this idea that uh, uh, individuals with higher incomes had lower propensity to get debt and individuals with uh, medium income with lots of cards would probably repeat. And so if you were looking at the clustering uh, on this given data set, you might conclude that um, the, if you were to get new credit card line of credit out there that you would target incomes that maybe were in the 40,000 range with more than one credit card. And uh, so that might be your conclusion. Then you would have to measure the results of that campaign to see if that were true. Um, it seems like that machine learning and AI are overhyped. Um, from what I can see, there's a lot of risk and reward. But the area that really um, appeals to me is the idea of reinforced learning that uh, through short-term reward, the uh, artificial intelligence learns how, or you could say the learning algorithm learns how to uh, take the best rewards it can. And, uh, and one possible way is to use K-clustering to identify areas that uh, things are segmented together or grouped together with similarity and then allow the machine um, basically to replace the CFO. Uh, so the, it would uh, then be able to make a, uh, predictions in uh, <clears throat> its uh, decisions and uh, recommendations for investing uh, company funds rebalancing labor work based on scheduling and inventory and cash sales and predict and projected cash sales um, and also uh, uh, it would uh, you know be able to adjust its processes based on its higher level functions or decisions and the only way that could be possible is with the machine being given uh, full autonomy to make those decisions and uh, that would be an interesting case scenario because even if the machine made a mistake, it would quickly learn from that mistake and adjust uh, as long as the, 
the mistake wasn't catastrophic. Like some cases where I've seen where the reinforced learning uh, in video game, its short-term incentive was just uh, in a boat, boat chase to spin around in circles gathering points in a certain cove of water. And when applied to a luggage delivery system on the airline, for some reason, it thought there was a short-term incentive to, uh, again, turn around in a circle. And uh, they had to ram the luggage autonomous vehicle, autonomous uh, uh, driving vehicle, and uh, stop it before it hit, uh, damaged the aircraft or um, injured a worker attempting to, to get onto the, the vehicle and stop it. So it could be possible that inside of the company when it made a mistake, it uh, could act in a behavior that was um, adjusted to short-term behavior or short-term incentives. And, and uh, because of that, it would be uh, as kind of a strange behavior to people who are observing the decisions that the machine was making. Uh, so the uh, machine uh, adjusting processes, optimizing parameters in the company and measuring outcomes seems like that that is a logical conclusion in the future.